Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Wheel of Horror, the podcast where two best friends spin a wheel once a week. It chooses the horror movie and they discuss it. Today we're talking about the 2019 film The Lighthouse, which was directed by Robert Eggers. I'm your co-host, Alec. I'm Eric, and with us again is Justin Wellickson. Justin, welcome back to the show. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. You're like the guest that's had the most frequency in the shortest period of time. Uh, it's got to be a Guinness record. It, it is. It is so far. I'm, 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 you know, it's happy to have you. I'm happy to have you back, Justin. I love having Justin on. I feel like we hit like the same wavelength at some point in every episode. Yeah, we all get crazy. Just before anything, 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 I just need to know, what do you guys think of the final song? <laughs> The sea shanty? I don't. I don't. I don't even remember how it goes. <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember either because I was sitting there like pretty, like stupefied for five minutes. Like, what? What just happened? It's like steady as she goes or something, right? I, I really thought, Eric. I thought you were gonna love it because you're always like, oh, I love the like do- down easter Alexa. I know some sea shanties like the Wellerman, like soon may the Wellerman come to ping us, like stuff like. Well, you that. also like that, like that, like. Oh, Yo my God. ho haul together, hoist the car. No, 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 no. The, the one that you love. That's like um from from Lord of the Rings, the one I said. No, no, no. Yo, it's like uh dun 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 What the hell is that song? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh shit. Doesn't matter. I really no clue. I just I really thought you'd love that ending song for some reason, Eric. Yeah. I got it. I'm gonna get it tattooed on my back tomorrow or something. Good. So Justin, you were stupefied by the whole movie. Did you uh did you not enjoy it? No, no, I liked it. This is what I'll say. I was I was coming to a conclusion yesterday. It's a good movie. I would definitely say, you know, encourage people to watch it. I think it's one of those movies that you don't need to see again for a very long time. <laughs> like, you know, when you finish a movie and you're like, oh, I need to rewatch it because there's definitely stuff I missed. Like, there, yeah, there's not really anything you missed. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was bad, though. Wow. What do you think, yeah. Eric? What was your first take? Um, same with Justin. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. I wanted to watch this one. I love the trailer. I thought it's a cool concept. I didn't love it. Whereas like <laughs> with the witch, like I went into that like same kind of feel. Like I want to watch the witch. I love the witch. This one, I feel like it was a tad long for the style. Mm. I thought Defoe and Patterson's performances were fantastic. That's the best part of the movie. I mm. felt like <laughs> How do I say it? Like, you know, the saying like too many cooks in the kitchen. I think this is like too many ingredients in the pie. They had way too much shit going on. 
Like so. you had like, okay, so you had the seagull and then you had mermaids and then you had alcoholism and then you had madness and then you had, he killed his buddy and then you had Robert Pattinson killed his thing. And then you had like this, like kind of sexual tension. And then you had, it was just a lot in the lighthouse and you had like a sea monster and, and then you had, <laughs> and William Defoe was like a God or a deity. And it was just, wait, what's the, what's the main with what all right, so What like, is it mother nature is like what's the theme? Like, what are we going with? Is it like gods? Is it? I did some research after it because anytime I'm like slightly confused after a movie, I just like to read stuff. And mm-hmm. it it said that it was the guy who created it. I forgot what his name was. Um, Robert Eggers. Yeah, he's really big into like Greek mythology into his movies. Mm. So they were. It was talking about like Poseidon and Zeus and how like at the end of the movie when the birds were picking at his organs was like the same thing that Zeus did to somebody, but. I, I agree. There was a little too much going on. The first half of the movie was like a good pace. I was kind of, I was like waiting for something to happen. And then it got a little weird and I'm like, okay. And then it got like really weird, really fast. <laughs> See, Justin, yeah. I couldn't disagree more with your opening statement where you're saying like you watch it once and you like, you pretty much took it all in. Dude, I feel like you had to watch this like four times to be like, is this really happening? Who's actually crazy? Are they both crazy? So you, I feel like you got to watch this like three times. I don't know. You feel like you yeah, got it? I mean, I mean, I got the gist of it. Like some of the reviews I was reading was saying like, you're not meant to know what happened. Like was Pattinson imagining all this? Like was Defoe? I thought Defoe was fucking with him for a little bit. Like when mm-hmm. he said like, we've been here for months. I'm like, has have they actually been there for months? Was he screwing with them? Like, Honestly, I was waiting for the end and I was like praying this would have been the perfect ending. Like if you showed pants and going crazy and then the boat comes up and they're like, he's like, where have you been? It's been months. He's like, it's been four weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, and I, I was waiting for William Defoe to be like, well, this was a test and you failed. <laughs> it's been six hours. Like the ship hasn't even left yet. <laughs> I think like there's a couple ways you can look at this. Like it is just a very straightforward movie of this like Willem Dafoe's crazy. He's been at sea for so long. He's just insane. And then Robert Pattinson's just this new guy, whatever. And he, and that all that stuff that happens with him killing his old partner, like that's all real. Mm. But mm. or you could kind of look at it like this island is cursed, and this is like a storm that's coming in, and the boat never shows up, and just there are mermaids and sirens and all this stuff. So it's like there's a couple ways you can look at it. I think the gods are punishing him for doing what he did to his old, um, yeah. not, not William Defoe's old partner, but Pattinson's, the person he took his identity. Right. Remember when he said, you spilled your beans, like the gods are mad at you. And also he did kill that, that seabird and the gods didn't like that either. I yeah. think there's that, that layer to it, but there's a lot going on. Well, think about this because they find Willem Dafoe's old partner's head in that lobster pot and his eyes missing or whatever. And the seagull's and you... eye was missing. Yeah, and then you could look at it like maybe Willem Dafoe is like cursed to this place and maybe he really is like one of Poseidon's like people and Davy Jones, whatever the shit he's spouting. And Robert Pattinson kills him and then maybe he has to get stuck there and, and serve an eternal punishment too. I don't know. There's a bunch of weird ways to look at it. It's a, it's a very like, it's like New England meets Greek mythology. It's It's weird, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Did you yeah. guys notice, and it, maybe I was imagining it, but like Robert Pattinson's accent changed multiple it times. It did. <laughs> Only criticism I would give it. I would think it was on purpose, though. Maybe, maybe. I yeah. saw it as he was going so crazy that like he had different personas, like because they were so drastically different. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it was just kind of his like descent into madness, but there was a, definitely a part where he was putting on like a JFK impression. He's like, if I had a steak, I'd fuck it. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There was, I mean, he started to like the mimic William Defoe's like, I, I'm a sea shanty guy. Like, and he would kind of sound like that to some degree too. Well, yeah, I wonder if like, because he started kind of like mimicking, their relationship got fucking weird. But I always yeah. think too, because he was like super anti-alcohol at first. He's just like, no, you don't, you don't want to see me on booze. And then by the end of it, you're like, this is what well, happens. You, when you I know drink. what happened, right? He didn't want to drink that he could. There's no water. I know. Literally, like he's like, there's nothing to drink with this shit, like the booze. So he's I like, I got to, I got to drink something. Oh my God. Like imagine well, working and, and the only thing you have, like shoveling coal. And the only thing you have is is like what are they drinking? Liquor, rum? vodka, I, rum. Definitely like, oh some my. some white. Li- I, I think mean, it's oh, gin, maybe. Oh, they were God. basically drunk the entire the time. entire time. Yeah. Well, at first I was wondering like how after two weeks because half the time went by and he was going like pretty crazy having like hallucinations. But then I realized like they're working different shifts, mm. so he's going all day and all night without actually talking to anyone except for at dinner time. No, I mean, yeah, except for that, like, little weird mermaid statue that he, like, hallucinates <laughs> the, the, about, scrim, but... the scrimshaw? Yeah, the yeah. one little, oh, my God. But I was going to ask you, Eric, that, speaking of, like, the hangover or whatever, like, do when they wake up, when they miss oh, the boat or whatever, God. and you see him immediately oh, go for man. the water pot, and it's empty, and he's and then he goes to piss, and it's full. <laughs> Dude, I know that feeling where you're like, I'm so hungover. There's no yeah. water anywhere. I mean, waking up on a cold wooden floor without a blanket. <laughs> In the middle of the ocean, like rain's coming in, the foghorn's going off every three minutes, like 30 seconds, 10 That's seconds. A hangover. That's oh, somewhere. dude, hell <laughs> on earth! Hell he's got a, on earth. a bucket of shit, and he's walking out into the rain. That's just on him. When he threw that out into the wind and it came back at him in the face, I'm like, dude, you should know better. That's on you, dude. That's on you. The guys are like, we didn't mean, or Mother Nature's like, we didn't want that to happen. You're an idiot for throwing that right into the wind. It was like the scene in Big Lebowski with the Folgers ashes and stuff like what are you doing yeah that was a a terrible experience (laughs) apparently there's a lot of similarities between this and like edgar Allan poe and stuff i guess like Mm. the seagulls were supposed to be like the ravens that were like tormenting him and then i do think once he kills that seagull that's when all the shit goes crazy and you see willem dafoe when they're at dinner when he whips that thing at him when he's like don't you fuck with the gulls or whatever so something <laughs> something's up something is up. well well i'll, I'll say this it, it is back to poe this is loosely based on poe's last and unfinished story it's called the lighthouse and it's a diary about a norway a lighthouse in the 1790s and it's more of a like the lighthouse is falling apart because of weather and it's more like a mother nature thing but it, it's not finished it's it would have been his last work but like the seagull you think of edgar Allan poe the raven so there's like other Poe similarities. Yeah, I mean, when I finished it on Amazon last night, I saw like four other movies called The Lighthouse, and mm. they all had the same exact description. And one of them even said like loosely based on a true story. And I was like, what? Yeah. what? No, no, no. So so this is actually based on a true story too. And I looked it up because at the end, it actually says like the last bits of the credit says like this is based on true stories. Like not not even saying like not really based on real events. Like this is saying this actually happened basically. And apparently off the coast of Scotland in 1900, there were three men that were at a lighthouse for four weeks and they came back and they were just 100% gone. There was nothing that looked like there was a scuffle or anything like that. And their entry was saying that there was a horrible storm. They were all writing about the storm that was happening. Mm. And they were saying that there was no storm at that time that would have done this. And they were just gone. So this is supposedly based on that story. I mean, I guess if you think about it, like 
if you have two or three people on this this island in the middle of nowhere and there's there was like literally nothing to do but except they were just doing manual labor all day and night Mm -hmm. and all you were drinking was like shitty homemade vodka it would be pretty uh, easy to like hallucinate without water and proper nutrition yeah 100 percent. and like i was thinking too like when he was bringing that oil canister like it looked like the keg up the stairs i was like dude what if he (laughs) just like pulled his back out or broke his ankle or something like that what would they do like what would they do yeah well that's a good point too i mean he is he's also hitting his head a lot i mean he fell from that paint thing which like apparently that he's like ah you're in good hands lad i'm like looking at that rope and it looks like it's from like michael's arts and crafts like twine (laughs) i'm like dude like that is not gonna hold and then he like falls and hits his head it's like he he's having he's concussed too so it like deepens the madness and he's drinking on a concussion. Dude, the first <laughs> opening scene when he walks into yes. the bedroom, he smacks his head on the roof. He's like, yes. uh. he's hitting his head every five minutes and, and sucking down the foe's farts, too, apparently. Yeah, which, they, uh, they really like they laid that down. The foe farting nonstop. <laughs> well, it's funny. You mentioned Amazon. I watch on Amazon, too. And I watch every movie we watch on the wheel. I watch with subtitles on oh. and, like, the first like subtitle is blah, 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 farts. <laughs> And like, okay. and then like, fart, like it comes up like audible fart, audible fart. I'm like, oh my god, that sucks. Like, that's yeah, so this, if you don't watch this movie with subtitles on, you're crazy. Oh, you're yeah, dude, you have to. You're not. You're gonna miss half of it. But, I mean, <laughs> Willem Dafoe's accent is incredible. He, he plays the best. Like, what's that guy from The Simpsons? Like that? Like fucking. Oh yeah. Captain oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, he does the best impression of that basically. But oh. that one, like, hark. Hark Poseidon, like that whole like monologue. I'm like, damn, that was in that was like Shakespearean. That was crazy. I will yeah. say that I went in with good high expectations because I heard it was a good movie, but like I want to dislike Robert Pattinson, but he did a good job. Like, yeah, He's when a he great when he like went crazy because he was working so hard, and like William Defoe wrote in his journal, like, should dock his pay. He's like lazy and like talks back, and he just he just lost it. <laughs> yeah. No, he is. That's the thing. I think like everybody, especially of our generation, just has that like connotation with Twilight. And now like he's gotten no, he, so he hated, far from No that. one hated Twilight more than Pattinson. I know. Like, he hated that movie. And he's gotten so far from it. I mean, he's done so much now. But what do you I want to know? Like, what do you guys individually? Like, what do you think actually happened in this movie? Uh, I think. OK, so like I said, they, they bring up a ton of things like God's. They bring up Mother Nature. They bring up St. Elmo's fire being captured in the lighthouse light. They show the sea monsters, the mermaids. There's a lot going on. I think Pattinson either died or something and is in some kind of purgatory or hell being punished for what he did to his in his last job with that other coworker who like fell and there's a work accident and he took that person's name. I think that he's punished for doing wrong. And then he when when the line like you spilled your beans, that's when it's like it's coming to like your punishment, your final moment. Mm-hmm. You, you like you admitted it like you you now need to pass your judgment. That's what I got from it. So you've taken more of like the supernatural, like mythical. for sure. Yes, okay. for sure. What do you think, Justin? I mean, just watching it through and like not reading any of the, the reviews and, and stuff that I read after, I would say it just sounds like. They went to this island and the really bad storm, like I think they were probably there for a few months because like William Defoe said, like those guys were stranded for seven months. And between the fact that they were there for a few months and Defoe was like just being so mean to him for most of it and them drinking like shitty vodka, I think they he just like hallucinated 
And I think they just went crazy. Mm. When I originally saw this movie too, I, I thought I already had it figured out where it was going to kind of be more like Shutter Island, like not mental institution, but where there's like a schizophrenia thing going on where Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe are the same person, just past I read about and that. present, and they've been just talking to themselves throughout the years. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, one of the things I read actually said that they're the exact same person. And like, William Defoe is like the sane side of him because every time Robert was freaking out, William was like super kind and like, what are you talking about? Like, I've been so nice to you. And then it immediately switched to like Defoe was so mean and a, and a jerk. And like, yeah. it just kept going back and forth. Well, something yeah. that supports that theory is when Robert Pattinson has the knife in his pocket and then you hear him say, why don't you give me that knife in your pocket? He wouldn't know that unless he was him and he takes it and breaks it. And he's like, I'll dock it from your pay. He, he, I mean, unless he counts the knives, he wouldn't know that Robert Pattinson had that in his pocket. So no, that would kind of make point. sense. Yeah. I, I kind of lean a little more towards your side, Justin, where I want it to be mythical. I want it to be all these cool things, but I actually just think that they're both crazy. I think there, there are yeah. two people on there because a boat did drop them off. So I do think there are other people. I think that they're just, they go insane from lack of water, lack of nutrition, yeah. lack of sleep, and they start seeing things. And then um, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is the boat not coming, I still feel like they would have came eventually. I don't know. It just feels like it never came. Oh, yeah. So at the end, this is one thing I was watching and I was just like, I think this is it. You know, when he he opens up, he finally gets to go to the lighthouse. He finally sees it and he starts like freaking out and laughing or whatever. Mm -hmm. What if it's nothing? What if it's just a lighthouse? And that's why he's laughing because he's just like, this was all for nothing. And he's freaking out. And that's what makes him like fall backwards. And he breaks his leg and really does just get eat by the seagulls. He's freaking I mean, it, out. It yeah. looked like that lighthouse was a Savorsky's crystal, dude. That thing looked like very nicely cut. And... It looked like a spaceship when he gets yeah, up exactly. to it. Yeah. But how crazy would it be if this literally was just all for nothing? Like Willem Dafoe was just crazy. He's just up there. He's just fascinated with it. He's an alcoholic. He's just mentally losing it. And he's, you know, Robert Pattinson just needs to know what this is. And then it ends up just being nothing. We'll never know. But like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, that's what's great about it. It leaves it up to the interpretation of the viewer. I mean, I agree with you, Alec. Like, a a big theme to this is boredom, loneliness, the life of a sailor. You know, you're out, you know, at sea for months and with no other, there's no women. You're just with one other man. You start to slip into madness and alcohol is involved. And it's, boom. Plus, William Defoe Defoe made him do all the work and he just like hung out in the lighthouse tower and like he would not let robert see it and i think he just like he really wanted to know what it looked like <laughs> he just like yeah. slowly went mad and they're drinking and gas at the end too they're not even drinking booze they're yeah. drinking like whatever the hell he was like drinking kerosene. the same thing that 
powered the lighthouse. Yeah, and then he, he oh takes a sip God. and he just goes, monkey paw! And he starts like banging his chest. It's like, it's like monkey, oh, geez, yeah. they've gone nuts. But yeah, there is a weird too, because like, you know, their dinner scenes are obviously intense, but like there gets to be a point where they get so drunk and they kind of turn into like a couple sort of thing where he's like, you know, you like my cooking. And he's like trying to like <laughs> shit on him by being like, hey, yeah, yeah, fancy my lobster. Yeah, one of the funniest parts was when William was like borderline crying. He's like, just please say you like the lobster. <laughs> yeah, but that's when he freaks out and does that whole Hark thing. And he's like, curse you to Poseidon's grave. And he's like, all right, have it your way. I like your lobster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one, one, other thing I, one other thing I noticed, too, is the foghorn goes away. Yeah, when? When did it? I don't remember, but it really was happening at the beginning, like every six seconds. Right. And then it kind of slipped away so i think that goes into the madness like it, they don't even hear the foghorn anymore because they're so deep in it same thing eric i noticed that towards the end i was like oh the foghorn stopped so i wanted to rewatch it to be like when does it stop and is that moment yeah important? that's probably it's probably when he falls from the rope maybe i don't i don't mm. i don't remember but um there's that but also the light you know the light like hitting the face you don't you go mad if a light was to hit you in the face every 10 seconds too yeah. And like that kind of goes away as well, like the light stuff. That's so like it's like all this, here. all this stuff. Yeah. It's already, they're already mad. They're already beyond that. So now they're just, it's kind of cool they do stuff like that. Well, they're both, I've heard too, like they're both like morally gray characters. And it's like, you don't really know who to root for because like they're both kind of bad people if mm. you like that deep down. And I heard that's part of the reason why it was in black and white because it's just like this whole thing is just like moral ambiguity. I don't know if that's true or not. But I also was wondering why he shot it in that aspect ratio, like that very square. Yeah, I think that was that was the how they shot it in like the late 20s, early 30s, 1916 ratio. It's called movie tone. So they wanted to like bring it back to like old 1920s, 30s movies. And it had that feeling. I mean, they, and it kind of channeled actors like like that acted back then, like Claude Rains and stuff like that, that had that like intense acting. They channeled that, I feel like. Yeah, uh, I can tell you what scene I could have done without was when Robert was like angrily masturbating to that toy and it was like, the yeah. little mermaid thing and it was showing the sex scene and i was like it's called, this, it's called, this a, it's called a scrimshaw justin it's, it's a whale tooth and that's <laughs> and then like a mermaid the second he finished he like fell on the floor and started crying and i was like been there buddy <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, well, like just, stuff like that like makes you like i'm so happy i live in the 21st century like, right sucks i'm gonna say this because like we criticize everything but it's like dude i'm sorry but like if i was stuck in that lighthouse for that long i don't know what i'd be doing i'd be doing some weird <laughs> shit too probably <laughs> i'm like i would never do that and then like look at tom hanks he's talking to a fucking volleyball with this like handprint yeah, on it that's, that's, that stick's kind of cute i don't know that stick looks like she's got it going on that scene too where he starts to bury him alive and he's like reciting that thing with the dirt in his mouth i was like yo this scene is it's just like it seems so real i don't know mm. it seems like he, i mean it is clearly the dirt's really getting in his mouth oh but... yeah that's real that's like they're throwing dirt in william defoe's face <laughs> a lot of that stuff though a lot of just like gritty brutal stuff i think by the hour and like 22 minute moment that's when i, I made a note where like when they decided to where Robert Pattinson, well, William Defoe chops up the lifeboat, but then William Defoe says, "Yo, you was you was you chopped up yeah. the lifeboat." But there was about like thirty more minutes left. And I think that was the point where I'm like, "Okay, let's wrap it up." That's that the was, thing that was like it showed 
uh, Defoe doing that, but like you don't actually know who did it. That's the thing. I do think it was Willem Defoe doing that though, because I think it was just him fucking with him. Because why would they show that if there was supposed to be? I don't know. So that's uh, yeah. That that's why I'm saying there's way too much going on. But like, like it, it makes it good because it makes it crazy. But was he fucking with them, or was Robert Pattinson just going crazy? Yeah. Or were they both going crazy? I think they both were. I think I think William Defoe went off on his alcohol too. Maybe I don't know. I just popped in my head too about the Greek mythology thing too. I guess there's that Icarus story where he flies too close to the sun and then he falls and crashes on land or whatever. Right. This is kind of like With he got lighthouse. exactly yeah. and then you know got pecked apart by the birds. There's also a line too where William well, Defoe. Where there's also Sisyphus too, who makes it up the hill. He makes it to the lighthouse and then he goes back down the hill. Remember he he rolls up a big rock up the hill. He's always trying to reach the goal of the top of the mountain, and he just about reaches the top of the mountain, like Pattison getting to the top of the lighthouse and then falling back down. The ball rolls back down the hill. So there's a lot of like Greek mythology stuff. I just want to know how he got outside and was naked, though. (laughs) You know, like I feel like he wouldn't Uh, just be like, I'm gonna take off all my clothes and crawl outside now. And then (laughs) what about the scene with uh, Robert Pattinson was like on his hands and knees, and like William Defoe was naked, and you heard the fog horn noise and like the lighthouse light came through his eyes oh yeah that, when that, he's like... thing, that thing is, is, a, is a, some kind of neptune god stuff i don't know what it, what it is really um, yeah those were definitely hallucinations i think i think all the mermaid stuff was like anything that was like poseidon or neptune or mermaid related i feel like that was all hallucinations you guys should look at the imdb reviews because like it was such a mix. Like some people were like, oh, it's so great and artsy and blah, blah, blah. And other people were like, this is shit. And then someone else just commented like, he's like, everything was fine, but like a mermaid uterus? Like really? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was, that oh, was yeah. The, yeah, the mermaid strange was a little, little much. They like zoomed in on it. I was like, I don't, yeah, we like, don't, why? We don't do we need to see that? <laughs> yeah, well, I know we've seen a few A24 movies. They're the company that made this, and they're just like the best horror company right now. I mean, they just did, well, they just did We Need to Talk About Kevin Eric and Hereditary and Midsummer and this and Ex Machina and so yeah, many. Yeah, they're, they're building a reputation where they make films that make you really think. Yeah, the you way know, do. you know what? Like, it, yeah, you definitely have to think about it, but like, this is how I saw the beginning, middle, and end, right? Like, the beginning, I was waiting for something to happen. The middle of it, like, I felt like you needed to be like not sober to start picking up on it. And then I felt like the director like just drank a whole bottle of acid and it just like didn't make sense. Like it just he went so off. with Yeah. It. Well, I think that just adds to the madness too. he really like the... he's like, I want this in it. I want this in it. Like it's it, like I said, like too many ingredients in the pie, but it's like it's madness. It's like I'm adding carrots. I'm adding blueberries. I'm adding this. It's crazy. The witch to you, though, Eric, like, I feel like this was very similar to the witch. I mean, I like, like this... I, I think the witch had like one thing and it ran with that a little more. This uh, had okay. this had a lot of like, oh, there's gods, there's mermaids, there's this, there's that. Okay, there's, well, there's a lot. The witch is like, OK, there's Black Philip, there's the witch, there's Christianity. I mean, it's like it's kind of the same thing, like isolation in the woods. And there's like an omnipresent witch goat demon. And then there's the isolation uh, on the lighthouse. And then I, there's the mermaid. I feel like I understood the witch more than this. I guess. I didn't really yeah. like the witch, to be honest. It was, yeah, it was just okay. I yeah. like the witch better than this, but it's the same, same exact production company, same yep. writer, yep. same director. No, I, I can tell too. Yeah. Even without knowing that. Yeah. I think this guy just does a really good job of like really keeping it, in the time period that it took place in like you believe this took place then 
The year is this supposed to be like early 1900s or 1890. Oh, it was 1890. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, like I didn't even realize it Uh, like halfway through the movie. I was like, when is this supposed to take place? Huh? What do you guys think that scene where he was about to stab William Defoe in the throat? Do you think William knew or had no clue? I don't think he knew. Really? No, because the only reason his eye even opened is because his foot like creaked. But like, why would he be standing over him? Why would why would Willem Dafoe then get that close, though? That's the thing. I, like, I think he was just like fucking with him. Yeah, I don't know. I think he wanted to see if he would do it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't what do you, What do you think, Eric? I, 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 yeah, maybe he was just messing with him in like some deep madness sort of way. I mean, maybe. I just think, like, if he got that close with a knife, he could have just stabbed him so fast. Unless Willem Dafoe is, like, super fast and just, like, because with his eyes closed. But even after he woke up, he closed his eyes and turned over, and he just stood there for a minute. He still could have killed him, easily. Yeah, he, I know. He thought about it, and then he just, like, he just walked back out of the room. Well, right from that moment onward, it's just complete madness. And then it's just, like, axes at people. Like, so they're, I don't know. Maybe he did know. Maybe he's just like, all right, now I know, so fuck you sort of thing but yeah. i don't know not not to mention when william defoe like cut his arm deeply with the axe like between the loss of blood and like oh, obviously dude, going might, yeah infection, infection yeah 100 infection like that dirty ass axe <laughs> oh yeah no water no medicine barely any food but i love it at that point like once he hits him with the axe like all right now i'm gonna kill you just whack oh, yeah. in the head it's <laughs> like not even immediately a ended yeah, but that's Willem Dafoe. I love because he he wouldn't have died that fast from that dirt falling on his face. But I love how like Robert Pattinson is like, wow, motherfucker's dead. And then just like took his key. But yeah, well, I'm not sure if dead. he I thought he was suffocating from the dirt in his mouth. But like because he lifted his head up and he was, he was super limp. So I was like, oh, he must be dead. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought yeah, it was like he really played that very believably. Also, but, did, did you catch that William Dafoe mentioned is going to Salem? Yeah. So, and Salem is also right on the sea. So it's like, huh? Like I was, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I kind of like overthought that. I was like, oh, maybe he like got with a witch there. Well, and yeah, yeah, he said thirteen, uh, thirteen Christmases he missed, and he had a wife and kids. Oh shit! Thirteen. Yeah. I totally missed it. I was like, oh man, that sucks. You missed Christmas. <laughs> That's all I thought about. Yeah, it's yeah, like she I, never forgave me. I think that's a part of this plot. I mean, too, because they could have gone like, you know, when the mermaid showed up, I was like, oh, my God, is this a mermaid movie? Is this a like a, a, a sea kraken movie when you see like the lighthouse octopus arm? It doesn't pick a direction. Yeah, that octopus was like kink choking him while he had sex with the mermaid. I was like, this is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why well, I think it's all hallucinations. I think it's all it's like, all madness. It's crazy. Oh, he I talked like, about uh, getting scurvy and shit. So like, I'm like, yeah, they're just losing their fucking minds. Yeah, I like when they were like asking each other's names for like the third time in the movie, and he's like, "I'm Tom," and then Robert Pattinson's like, "Oh, I'm Tom," and they like kept doing it, and I'm like, "Wait, are they both named Tom? I don't understand." Yeah. So wait, so why would he take that guy's name and everybody be like, "That's that's that's not your name." Like, you can't just do that. Like, I guess there was no social security numbers or anything, but like, uh, from what I read, he killed that guy named Winslow and yeah. was just for some reason assuming his identity but then he was saying his name was tom and it just got weird he talented mr ripley his ass yeah yeah but it's kind of weird it is weird that both their name is tom though which kind of adds to that theory they're the same person i that's what i thought i was going to be going into this movie i was like oh it's going to be like he goes to the lighthouse and he's been working there for like 50 years Mm. i love that shot though where they're looking right into the camera and then it like turns and it's the boat i was like oh that's that's a really yeah 
opening shot to the movie. I, I like the shot of them just standing in the rain too. That one shot. Oh, it was very um, Shutter Island esque opening. Yeah, for sure. It's foggy, but yeah, you're right, Eric. Where they're standing in the rain, they've got their like bags. They're just like, ah, uh, they're not fucking yeah. coming. Yeah, that um. <laughs> One other thing I like too is like if you look at old like 1920s and 30s films like Frankenstein and Dracula, they always do like a nice wide shot of like the castle in the background. And they had like a really cool 30s esque shot of the lighthouse that I thought was like, this feels like a 1930s film. Mm. I like how there was no like food supply or anything. Like every day they had to catch crabs. Like the company they worked for, like, I'm just trying to imagine them like, oh, like, what will we eat on the island? They're like, well, you actually, like, have this crab net. Like, good luck, I guess. <laughs> that, that lighthouse needs an HR department. Let's start. <laughs> well, the other thing Work, is, too. Workplace harassment is rampant. Well, it's kind of bullshit, too. It's not fair. Like, they can't kill the seagulls. It's like, there's so many of them. We could have, like, chick. It's basically like they could have so much seagull meat. And he's like, don't you touch the seagulls. It's like, yeah. I there's so, ample of them. Sailor souls get trapped in them. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, that sucks for them then. But it is true. Like, the second he takes that one bird, I've never seen, like, such anger, though. <laughs> like, he doesn't. Oh, he was, oh, dude, he that was, was real like, mad. That was, like, the scene with uh, Hulk and Loki, like, ragdoll on him just in Avengers, just <laughs> whipping him. That was intense. Was yeah. I know. And I wanted to see, like, Willem Dafoe's reaction to that. Because I'm like, how's he going to clean all that blood off the, like, I don't know, cistern or whatever that thing was? <laughs> can you Can you imagine the conversation at dinner and Willem Dafoe's like, hey, did you? It's like, did you see all that like seagull blood? <laughs> it's like, well, and Robert Pattinson's like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just like, <laughs> Alec, do you remember the time that seagull took your grandma's meat thermometer that she was like, don't lose this meat thermometer? And we're like, yep. okay. <laughs> and then we went, we went crabbing, and there was like hot dogs in the bag with the meat thermometer, and a seagull came and took the plastic bag with the meat thermometer and just went all the way out into the ocean. And I'm like, oh shit! And, you're like, and Alex is like, my grandma's gonna fucking kill me, no! And uh, the seagull brought the bag back to land. I straight up grabbed a rock, and Shut the fuck up, dude, dude, I didn't, I didn't hit it. I don't think I might have, but I John Elwayed this this rock, like the best throw, like Pedro Martinez right at the seagull. What would you say, Alec? Fifty yeah, yards? Justin, he's not exaggerating. Like literally. <laughs> I, he's not exactly. He picked up a rock. I, Eric, you hit it midair. It was <laughs> married. It, he picked up a rock. rock. Yeah, the seagull grabbed the the bag. It flew up in the air. Eric grabbed the rock, threw it. It actually hit the bird, and then it dropped. <laughs> I, Justin, I swear to God, we got the meat thermometer back, but I couldn't do that again if I did it a million times. No, this is this is pre White Claw, Eric. This is <laughs> this is back oh, in the day. <laughs> this is a, this is my prime. This is prime. Did you friggin' Chris Kyle snipe that bird? before I before I tore my rotator cuff? That's for yeah. Sure. This is like fourteen year old Eric. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That really that that really did happen though. <laughs> well, damn. Uh, well, boys, you got anything else to say about the the lighthouse? Shot in thirty four days. I wanted to say that too. Impressive. Wait, what? All yeah. shot in thirty four days. Boom. Like, huh? That is impressive. I mean, it's just two dude. It's it must have been such like an intimate set because it's like probably like ten people at most, just all in that little. They built that lighthouse too for this movie. Well, if you look at the the IMDb casting, there's literally four people. It's those two guys, Winslow and the mermaid. That's it. Yeah, mermaid. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of surprised it didn't get nominated for more. It really didn't get like anything. Even like the acting or the cinematography, I was just kind of like, or, or the set design. It's really or even the sound. You know, with know. the foghorn. I don't know. Also, speaking of foghorns, I, I think I mentioned this in another podcast. I have a sound soother from Sharper Image from like 
15 years ago. And, you know, like there's birds and like waves crashing. There's a foghorn option on there. <laughs> and I remember it, it is like this foghorn where it's like a foghorn goes off every five seconds. I don't know who needs that to sleep, but I want to meet those people. And I don't want to meet those people. That's a lie. That's like the fourth time that's come up in this podcast. We've talked about like in the fog, in this movie, in the Twin Peaks episode. <laughs> Foghorns? No, dude, it's, it's still, it's, it makes me like, who listens to that to go to bed? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll meet them one day. We're going to meet them. People that maybe were a wiki in a lighthouse. I don't know. Yeah, wiki. It's like, what makes you want to be a wiki? I was yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, all right. What do you say you spin the wheel, Eric? All right, well, let's spin it. I'll pull it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. And spinning. The Grudge. Ooh. Oh. We got Zach Simpson coming back to uh, compare The Ring and The Grudge with us. Uh, that'll, that'll be fun. Justin, thank you again, dude. We'll definitely have you back on in the future with the Sci Fi Summer coming up. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Justin, for joining the show. Appreciate it. And always great having you here. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see everybody next week with The Grudge. Woo. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.